Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our management portfolio. Today's topic, Leadership Skills in Times of Change. Our guest, Romney Reuter. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Debbie. I'm Romney Reuter. I'm a former industry leader with a 20-year management career at Fortune 10, 500, and privately held organizations to include companies like Enron, Ace Hardware Corporation, Menards Home Centers, and Idaho Timber Corporation. I'm currently the president of Lifeline Global, which is a ministry dedicated to the incarcerated and their families. I did my undergrad at Illinois State University and have an MBA from Texas A&M University and a doctorate in organizational leadership from Pepperdine University. I'm also part of the business faculty at Newman University in Wichita, Kansas, where I teach leadership and management. I have firsthand experience in cross-cultural leadership, proudly serving as an officer in the Army, where I specialized in psychological operations and civil affairs. As well, my family and I spent 10 years as inner-city missionaries working in uh, cities across the United States. Well, we're thrilled to have you today, so let's dive in at the topic at hand. Why does the concept of change continue to be such an important leadership topic? Well, the concept of change is so foreign to most of us. Typically, individuals feel at ease when they're comfortable with their surroundings. Many function best when systems are in place. You know how the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. People like their rhythms in life and generally struggle with any sort of disruption. As individuals functions, so do organizations, and so do industries. For example, think about our methods of traveling around big cities. People, companies, and industries grew comfortable with the status quo. I mean, how do you change what a taxi is, right? Then along comes a few willing to disrupt the market, and now we're witnessing huge amounts of change in that industry. Take a look at Uber and Lyft, two companies that were virtually unheard of 10 years ago yet they have found a niche in a certain marketplace and have created a whole new sector in industry, both for themselves and for entrepreneurial ventures. Now, I'm not a biologist, but I'm not aware of anything in our universe that's able to grow and or improve without change. If we want to increase our intelligence, our habits need to change. If we want to get in better shape or build muscle tone, We need to adjust our exercise. Change is the constant that more organizations need to embrace. Agility is the nature of business nowadays. The factors like technology, global commerce, and travel are only gonna speed up these movements. Organizations that adapt to these changes are typically referred to as innovative and rewarded for their forward thinking. Those that are refusing to buy into the model are becoming dinosaurs. How does the concept of leadership coincide with this? Well, when it comes to effective leadership styles and principles, the short answer is that everything must change, everything must stay the same. Let me make sure I heard you correctly. Everything must change, everything must stay the same. What do you mean by this? Well, I can see where that would be confusing. By everything must change, what I mean is that in today's environment, Every industry is affected by cross-culturalism. Look no further than in our own college classrooms and universities 
that are filled with students from different countries. These differences are just the tip of the iceberg, though. Although easy to identify foreign-born students, leaders in the classroom need to be aware of differences in values, economic backgrounds, and sexual preferences. A casual aside regarding religion, race, or politics can immediately lead to a lively discussion. This just isn't a phenomenon limited to the classroom. Every level of industry is experiencing the same thing, whether it be a large conglomerate corporation with offices around the globe or a small mom and pop shop capturing inventory from foreign distributors. Leaders need to recognize that every facet of their organization can encounter cross-cultural aspects. How does a leader lead in a cross-cultural environment? Well, I've both experienced and done quite a bit of research on this question. And let me say that the topic of leading in cross-cultural environments could be a full semester class in itself. But much of cross-cultural intelligence, or CQ, is rooted in emotional intelligence, what we call EQ. In fact, I'd point to Daniel Goldman and other studies on self-awareness within the concept of emotional intelligence as a building block of successful leadership within cross-cultural environments. In an ever-changing environment, whether that be with employees or an industry landscape, having depth and understanding and knowledge of who you are is a must if you're going to lead others who may not be coming from the same place. Are there other leadership skill sets beyond cross-cultural awareness that we should be bringing into organizations of today and tomorrow? Yes, certainly. I believe leaders need to be to both teach and be aware of how we view and discourage failure. The concept of failure needs to be flipped upside down and incentivized instead of being published, excuse me, instead of being punished. Too often organizations desire staff to have out-of-the-box thinking, yet have an internal system of reward and punishment that dissuade them from doing so. Take a chance and it works, and you're a hero. Take a chance and it fails, and you could be looking for another job. Leaders need to empower their teams to fail forward or fail up. In times of change, leaders need to build a culture where the only bad idea is an idea not mentioned. Regardless of the industry, organizations should be willing to create a skunk works where ideas lead to concepts, which leads to innovation. Allowing leaders and their teams to gravitate towards throwing ideas against the wall and seeing which good ones stick is a must for today's organizations to remain a leader of tomorrow. Leaders need to recognize that mere talk of innovation is not enough. It begins with empowering staff to dream and incentivizing them for their ideas. Certainly, we can look at technology companies and media companies as being leaders in innovation, but there are other industries that are following these same principles. For example, Target Corporation, which continues to add new lines like Chip and Joanna Gaines, the home improvement people, uh, bringing in a grocery store concept into the retail stores. Uh, they're able to compete with the online stores, even though they're doing primarily bricks and mortar. Even introducing Starbucks into their store concept 
as being a place where people can congregate. Uh, Target continues to take the lead uh, in being innovative. Domino's Pizza is another example. Domino's Pizza continues to change and just even who they are. They're no longer Domino's Pizza. They're just Domino's because they brought a wider variety of food products. They've come up with neat uh, and effective advertising campaigns. For example, being willing to retar roads and fix potholes so that their delivery drivers uh, are able to deliver pizzas more effectively. As well, they have had complete marketing campaigns to help drive franchisees, talking about uh, the benefits and the return on investment. Domino's is another example of, of, of an organization being in what can, could have been considered a stodgy industry and continuing to be innovative and being at the forefront. Romney, these are really great examples that you've used to illustrate everything must change. But earlier, you also stated, too, that everything must stay the same when discussing leadership in times of change. So tell us a little bit more about what you mean for that. What I mean by everything must stay the same is that effective leadership principles do not suddenly get tossed out the window because of changes in demographics or economics or international relations or some other move in our society. Certainly these types of issues can affect management, but remember management and leadership are not necessarily the same thing. While there's certainly some crossover in the skill sets, they're not necessarily the same thing. Nordhaus says that leadership is the art of motivating a group of people to act towards achieving a common goal. With leadership being a behavior or a learned skill, the concepts of motivating people tend to remain constant, as most motivating factors tend to be internally based rather than external. Meaning concepts like leading by example, integrity, motivation, and sharing vision are going to stand the test of time. Historical trends have not compromised these types of principles, nor will change in an environment in the future change these types of principles. Typically, we can look to companies that have stood the test of time as the type of companies that live out these common principles. Companies like Procter & Gamble or Coca-Cola or Siemens on an international side, Caterpillar, or Ford. These are companies that have consistently produced internal development of leadership because they stick to tried and true leadership principles. So what you're saying is that what has been the baseline for leadership teaching does not need to change because our environment might be changing. That's exactly it. In fact, let me double down on this and go as far as to say that leaders and those that train leaders are making a critical error if they shift away from these core principles. Regardless of how the world changes, the definition of leadership remains constant. Our approach may change. The way we communicate may be different. Our style of management may be malleable. But core principles like empowerment, respect, motivation, etc., will stand the test of time. Any last words of advice for our listeners and peers today? Well, I think it goes back to the principles that we talked about uh, initially. When it comes to leadership skills, everything must change, yet everything must stay the same. We need to be recognizing 
that we live in times of change and we need to be able to roll with those changes. Yet ultimately there are core principles that we must hold on to and we must never let those go if we wanna be valuable and instrumental in the industry of today, but also the industry of tomorrow. Romney, thanks so much for sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.